Hey everybody, welcome to the Pixel Vision Podcast. I'm Tony, with me always is Mark. Hello. And Cole. Howdy. But today we have a special guest. His name is Brian, and he hosts, or runs, a very popular YouTube channel called PS4 Trophies. If you're into achievement guides, trophy guides, whatever, for any type of video game. Well, not any type, but primarily PS4, <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, introduce yourself, Brian. Well, thank you for having me on, first of all. Um, yeah, I'm Brian. I wouldn't necessarily call it a very popular YouTube channel. I think it's popular. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm After a little modest. Podcast. After this podcast, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, I spend my days hunting trophies. What's the name of the – oh, I, never mind. Tony said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it started things off, Brian, um, since I'm sure tons of people are curious, how did you get into playing video games for a living? Well, how, did you get, how did you get lucky, I guess? Yeah, yeah it's actually uh, – it's – Totally different and unexpected. I was actually kind of fascinated by the process of making movies and television shows, commercials. So I picked up a video editing program because I wanted to kind of maybe go out to Hollywood, kind of work in the, uh, you know, behind the scenes. So I got the mm -hmm. video editing software and video games was the easiest thing for me to practice editing on. So I started mm -hmm. a YouTube channel to practice the editing and then one thing led to another and... Here I am, YouTube awesome. full time. How long, How long ago, was, ago that? was that? Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> um, do I have to answer twice? <laughs> um, <laughs> that was, it was about three years ago. I well, four years ago, I started a an, an earlier channel, a channel I don't have anymore, and mm. then uh, it really it wasn't really a whole lot. It was you know just every now and again, and then kind of experienced a. A breakup actually I was in a relationship of seven years with someone and when that ended I kind of started doing this kind of as a means to cope and to kind of keep mm. my mind off of you know the, the heartbreak I was going through at the time so really I started up the channel that was about two and a half years ago and, uh, and been going strong and never thought it would actually come to this where I'd have to quit my actual you know good paying job just to be able to to keep up with it Oh, that's but, awesome. But yeah. that was, I mean, that's a good thing, though, right? Isn't it also? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather do that? I mean, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Going from a job where it was, you know, just, they, you know, you could never do anything right and, and the management was just, you know, shitty. I don't know if I can curse <laughs> on here. I apologize. You can. Oh, no. You, like I said, dude, no rules. Go you can for say it. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking hate Mark, by the way. Um, yeah, but going from that to, to really working for myself is is a total just life changer and just everything is is different i'm happier every day i wake up the first thing i do is get my, well first thing i do is get my cup of coffee and then i go straight to the the computer and i'm on twitter and it's just i love doing this i wouldn't even dream of doing anything else at this point yeah at the, at the events you're always super happy i was like what's wrong with this guy why is he always smiling I, <laughs> creeping me out you know when you get to do what you love to do though it's it's it makes a difference you know about this but at the same time do you think uh it's changed uh how you feel about video games i, I know like we discussed before it, it definitely changes the way you play them but uh do you feel any different about the video games you play because especially with trophies do you you're probably having to play a lot of games you don't want to play just to cover those trophies right 
Yeah, actually, when I first started the channel, um, and I was competing with everybody else out there, and nobody, of course, knew me, I was playing really just garbage games like the Smurfs and Turbo, you know, Disney-type games. Um, as I've obviously grown, I can finally ditch playing the, you know, the bad games. But uh, it's the I, I have a huge appreciation for the games even still. I love games. I do play them differently, and because I am spending most of my time trying to figure out how to, to get a trophy and how to deliver it to, to the audience, um, I don't have the same appreciation for the, the actual game in the same sense that everyone else would. For example, I have to skip cutscenes just so I can get to the end of the game quicker. Oh, wow. Jeez. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> that sucks. I would hate that. I, I don't I, even do that when I was doing uh, the trophies and achievements for Doug. And, I, and, and you're right. You'll be sitting there probably sometimes for like 30 minutes over a cutscene going, come on, come on. I just saw something and I want to grab it. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of backing up saves and reloading saves just so I can re-record something to get maybe maybe be able to present it from a better angle with better lighting. If a game, for example, has a day-night cycle do I want to get this collectible during the day? So wow, that's that's got to be some of your earlier interest peeking in then, of wanting to be in the film industry and stuff. Yeah, there's a, it's a lot of presentation. How am I going to present it? How can I, how can I, you know, commentate over a minute and a half clip or whatever it is? It's just there's so much thought process going on that when I'm actually playing the game, I'm not really thinking about the game so much. And a lot of people ask me, hey, Brian, what do you think of Fallout 4? And I'd be like, I like the action, the gameplay. I have no idea what the story is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be honest, though, I don't think half the time people ever know with games like that because you can go off of the main mission and then come back to you like, wait a minute, what the fuck was I doing again? <laughs> I, I noticed that I do that a lot. And that's I, I, I can see why you're doing so well, too. That's, that's some pretty hardcore dedication right there because a lot of people, they'll just put up whatever shitty quality they can and go, hey, I showed it to you. All right, there it is. But the fact that you're actually sitting there thinking about the lighting of it, you're you're thinking about what the character or not the character, what the gamer is actually going through, and what they can see, whatever best helps them get that, whatever it is. That's I like that. that that's some really cool dedication to your fans. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I take pride in doing that. I I feel like there wasn't really. I mean, there's a lot of people who make trophy guides on YouTube, of course, but. I felt like there was kind of a void once Achievement Hunter start, kind of stopped doing it really full-time, and they kind of started focusing on other things. And I felt there was a void. There was a lot of people who would just put up a clip, and there was no personality behind it. There was no voice. It was just yeah, you're looking at a, at a video. So I felt like I could do it better, and I take pride in really every aspect of the whole the process. You know, you, I respect the process, and... and and it's just it's a it's a lot of work and yeah for that reason i don't have any idea what the metal gear solid 5 story was <laughs> oh yeah no but nobody no, it knows does, what yeah. that <laughs> apparently i'm not the only one yeah it's, well especially when there's like you know like three different endings apparently on there you know you have to wait till after the credits and then the next episode starts and i i heard something about uh you have to get all the nukes in the game, and it shows another ending. I was like, "What? I don't have time for this. I just want to watch Goat or Whisper, or whatever the hell, quiet, walk around, you know, naked, pretty much." Can I? Just I never have even that? saw that. I never even saw her walking around half naked. I know. I mean, it's a, well, I my I got the bloody one where she's just blood all over. Uh, so was <laughs> that? So that must. That's what you're into. Yeah, I, I'm, and I, I like anime, so yeah. <laughs> 
You like your girls bloody, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing I was always curious about, and I think you kind of talked about it a little off the air, but like the like you guys who are doing this, and you're the first ones to upload these videos. Like you're going into it blind, right? Like, or or do you yes. do it with guides? And that that's that sounds terrible to me. Like to think that I would have to find all. Because like, <laughs> that kind of cracks me up a little bit to think that I had to do this. Somebody <laughs> well, else should be doing it for me. Well, no, yeah, it's, it would just be crazy for me. I, 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 I wouldn't last. I, I give you a lot of credit. Like that I is, yeah, the the collectibles itself is frustrating because there has to be a first. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the luxury, uh, the majority of the time of being able to just go to the internet and go to YouTube and get the answer. But with collectibles, I found that, and that's really the one that's really kind of stands out as the you know. Where are they? You have no idea. You're going in blind. But I find if you play enough games and you and you get enough collectibles and you make enough videos, you start to learn the patterns. Developers have patterns in where they place collectibles, how they place them. I can usually yeah. walk into a, a, a area, a new level, and kind of go, you know what? I think there's a collectible here. I just know there would be. Huh. And and if you play a game in the first couple chapters and then you realize the developers put them kind of space them out evenly yeah so as long as you if you pick up on the patterns then you know am i I'm, that's how i have to do it well one thing i always like is when they actually tell you in the chapter how many collectibles there are in oh that chapter. yes right I go, oh. and they have to put them in order if they don't put them in order like if you go to your menu and there's like a blank space all right you know it's between this one and that oh, one. no but not not like with uh one game that i did it for doug um, until dawn. Until dawn, right? Theirs were not in order, and that pissed me off. So I, I did all the collectibles, and I got them all done before the game came out. But I probably played that game four different times. <laughs> I probably played it seven times. Yeah, it it, it was just absolutely annoying. You know, uh, Brian, let me ask you this question: Were you getting collectibles and doing certain things like this before? Like, I mean, like in uh, Super Nintendo days and stuff like that, when they had secrets like this? No. Um, Definitely not. See, I was really into. I think that's why I I, I still find them on my own. I, I won't look up other videos, uh, even now, even if it makes it easier for me, because I I enjoy finding them and I I get like you know a special you know little smirk on my face when I when I find something like <laughs> like when I'm finding all the bobbleheads right now in Fallout Four. I'll admit though that you know sometimes they're they're really difficult and, and I'm glad there's people like you out there where I, there's just one thing I can't find and I've been looking for it for hours. And then, of course, it's in that one spot where I've been to a million times. But, you know, good old Brian here found it for yeah. me. So. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. In Fallout, of course, I was the first to upload a, a bobblehead guide. But Oh, cool. Wow. I actually, um, they gave me the strategy guide early. Oh, <laughs> this that, guy. So that that doesn't actually happen often. I think that was the yeah. first time. But they sent me a PDF of the actual Vault Hunter strategy guide. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that, see, that, that makes awesome. it a million times easier. <laughs> that was, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. I would hate, I would hate, hate, hate to, to be the one. <laughs> I just can't picture it. Like games like Assassin's Creed where there's like hundreds of feathers and like I, I could never, I would never have the patience for that, you know, because I, I do play for story above all else. So that's why I, I, I was shocked to hear that you skipped the cutscenes. But it makes sense. If, if I was doing that, I would have to do it too. And yeah, it's just crazy to me. <laughs> well, in this business, it's all about being first. So yeah, it's, exactly. I can't just spend three hours watching cutscenes. And mm -hmm. even then, even if you are first, sometimes it doesn't always uh, uh, help out, 
right? I mean, fans and dedication, your dedicated fans sometimes have to share your videos for you to uh, yeah. get it up there too as well, right? It's it's a lot easier as my channel is growing. Yeah. <laughs> how, uh, how many uh, uh, followers or, or subs do you have on uh, YouTube right now? 280, I think. Nice. So you're about to hit that 300,000 mark. And you've been doing this, uh, when you started uh, last year? Uh, no, two and a half years ago. Two and a half, April, that's right. I'm sorry. April of 2013, I think it was. Jeez. I, I think uh, I think I watched one of your things. Didn't you do a Last of Us one? Yes. Yeah. And when... actually, Last of Us is interesting because I, again, had the first uh, guide up. I, I was maybe at 3,000 subs at that time. Nice. But uh, I was the first to put a guide up, and people then got hands on the strategy guide. And so many people called me out to like, you're wrong. This is, you know, the strategy guide said is here or it's here. And turns out I was right. And the strategy guide was wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that that actually happens um, a lot from what I hear. Yeah, that's it's true because the strategy guides are printed, you know, a month, two months ahead of time. And developers still go and tweak their game. So a lot yeah. of times things will be in different places. And it's always a, it's always a like a another party doing it, right? It's always like Prima Games or somebody like working with the studio but it's not it's not those creators themselves right right i i believe i i don't know for sure i, I will tell you the fallout uh, strategy guide is probably the most accurate and best strategy guide i've ever seen but hmm. but, but you don't need to buy strategy guides anymore because you have youtube <laughs> we have yeah. people like you <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it is kind of silly i always i always wonder like because they're always you know there's always like coupons like oh get 15 percent off the strategy guide when you buy with the game it's like you you two, what are you talking about? Paper? What do you mean paper? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is this money you speak of? <laughs> Those were golden back in that we were kids though, because you could bring them to school and pretend you were playing the game while you were in, in your school. mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was subscribed to Nintendo Power. I got the first issue. I mean, I was a huge Nintendo oh, awesome. fan back in the day. I'm, and I'm an old. I'm much older than probably everyone here. But how old are you? I'm 39. Oh, yes, you are. I'm, I feel glad now. I'm actually happy. I'm 31. Tony, he's I'm, our first guest. Don't make him feel bad. <laughs> In the last guest, no one's going to come out anymore. <laughs> no, um, yeah, but I love Nintendo Power because in the back of those magazines, they'd always have tips and tricks and maps of you know the Super Mario levels, tell you where everything was at. And that's really kind of, you know, that always fascinated me. So I think maybe in the back of my mind, I was always destined to do this. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I, oh, awesome. What I always liked in the back was when they had all the codes, and then you, if you had the game, you could sit there, you know, up, up, down, left, right, A, B, start, you know, kind of stuff. I was, that's why I bought them too. Yeah, dang man, freaking memories now pouring in. <laughs> I love it. That's that's actually yeah. I went to school studying graphic design, and I hope to one day get into video games. And a girl from my school went ended up working for I think Prima and making, and she helped lay out those the like. Um, strategy guides and stuff for a bunch of Nintendo games in like 2005 or so and I was so jealous of her but like now that YouTube's out it's like that's so old and what you're doing now Brian is like the new that's where I mean I think so many gamers would love to end up yeah, and I think the most fascinating issues. aspect of what I do is the, the developers and publishers and PR people are coming to me yeah. You know, mm. asking me to play their games, saying, here's a game. I mean, I'll get games just show up at my door. Mm -hmm. You know, games I never even heard of just kind of wow. show up. It's very <laughs> it's very weird how I've entered this <laughs> world of new media. 
that's awesome well I, mean, I wanted to ask you about that because uh, obviously with the fallout 4 they sent you the guide hoping that you'd use it to then find all their achievements um really quickly well, trophies all right? the collectibles and stuff yeah um well, I actually asked them. I'm like, oh, you asked them? Okay. <laughs> I said, well, I actually offered to pay. I'm like, hey, can you guys send me a, a, a strategy guide? I'll, I'll pay whatever. I just, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much in the game, and, and there was no way I was going to. I mean, I got maybe 35 Fallout 4 videos, mm-hmm. and there's no way I could have done any of it without mm-hmm. that. So I offered to pay them. And they're like, oh, we'll just send you a PDF, and they gave me the super secret link and super secret oh, password. Awesome. And, Cool. <laughs> and getting it in a PDF form is is much better because you can control F and find everything. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, having to actually read. I mean, come on. Right. Come on. This is 2015, guys. <laughs> Fucking get with it. Holy shit. Uh, one thing you told me in San Francisco that I thought was really funny. You said you try to do some Xbox videos, correct? Yeah, when I started up my channel, um, and and before I was able to, you know do this full time i decided to just you know try xbox i actually got an xbox one and i think i did a dead rising video i forget what it was what was that zombie game that came out it was the launch title yeah dead rising when you're dead in the rise yeah i don't i didn't get too far in it but <clears throat> i made a video i uploaded it to the channel and i had exactly the same number of likes and dislikes and <laughs> <laughs> just because it was it was X, an Xbox game, correct? Because of an X. I mean, when you you know you you name your channel PS4 Trophies and you kind of branded it as, as I kind of pinned myself into this. Yeah, you welcome the fanboys. I was gonna ask you about Xbox because with the name like that, I, I was wondering if you even had any Xbox systems, and if you do, how you feel about the way achievements do it differently with a, the numerical score versus like the bronze, silver, gold. Like, which do you like the trophy system better? Because because I play both, and I can't get into trophies, but I love achievements. I Well, actually, I have an Xbox YouTube channel that oh, really? started in... I haven't done anything with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you can plug it here? What is it? It's, well, it's it's pointless, but it's X1. <laughs> it's X1 achievements, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, but as far as the the, the the different systems, the trophy and achievement system, a lot of people will have discussions and arguments about what they like better and numerical value versus the actual trophy. It, and to be honest with you, they're identical. The systems are identical. Uh, a trophy, for example, has a point value. Uh, a bronze trophy is worth 15 points, silver is 30, gold is 90, and a platinum is 180. If you take all the bronze, silver, and gold trophies, and add up their point values, it's at a thousand. Hmm. And those where, points where you, are those points are what's used numbers? to determine. Well, those points it's behind the scenes, and oh, okay. it, it's be, it's in the back end, and that's what determines your trophy level. And plus, while they're keeping their their because uh, uh, Xbox started with the achievements first, and then PlayStation came with trophies later. They didn't mm-hmm. want to probably make it too similar, so they had to think of something right. while it was the same. But it wasn't at the same right. time. So instead of having an actual numerical value, they, they give you a an icon that represents the value. For example, if you're trophy level 22, mm-hmm. your gamer score would be 96,000. Huh. Well, between 96 and 104. Look at this guy doing the science of gaming over here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah, I never knew that. That's funny. Yeah, they, I, I... There, there's a point system. It's just you don't see it. They just give you a graphic instead. I wonder, because 
I write for True Achievements, as we talked about off the air, and as Tony makes fun of me for always mentioning on the show. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we, you know, like uh, a couple of years ago, we started True Trophies as well, and we sort of because on True Achievements, we 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 recalculate the achievement score based on difficulty, which we measure through this really crazy algorithm based on how many people have played the game versus how many people have unlocked that trophy and then from that you kind of understand like where the difficulty might be so then you get more points for the true achievement score as opposed to the gamer score flat from xbox like out of a thousand but then when we did true trophies i was wondering how we translate that and i mean i write for it but not really because i just write everything that's like cross-platform on the xbox like uh interface and then it just it it like duplicates over to the trophy uh the playstation interface right and uh, so I don't even spend much time on True Trophies, really, even though I've got like hundreds of articles written for it, allegedly. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I haven't looked into the the way we, we translated those bronze, silver, and gold into actual numbers, but I, I'm, that's probably it right there. <laughs> I never, I never knew that. It's so funny. That's that's probably exactly what we're using. Is something similar to that, and then it's, we basically just filter it back through the the usual TA score. Right. It, it's like I said, it's the same system. I mean, the only difference is the platinum adds an extra 180 points. Mm-hmm. So a game, an Xbox game, would have like a thousand points, and a PlayStation game would have you know 1,200, give or take 30. But you you can literally calculate based on your trophies that you've earned your exact gamer score i kind of so i'm i think on playstation i'm a level like 13 or 14 or something so what do i have if it was xbox uh 13 it would be if you're 13 you'd be between twenty four thousand and thirty two thousand gamer score but you have to back out 180 points for platinum times however many platinums you have i think i only have one i i, I only play playstation for the exclusives <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you know your trophy, the actual number of bronze and silver and gold, you can literally figure out what your gamer score is. So when people get in that whole argument about trophies versus achievements, it's the same thing. Hmm. Hmm. That is pretty interesting. I like that. I didn't really, the, I, I didn't really think about that either. I mean, I I kind of knew that, but um, I kind of I, 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 I like the way PS4 does it more. I I just like the platinum idea because because if you get you know all thousand in xbox like hey good job you got a thousand points but with you know ps4 you know they're like every little league coach here you you did so well here's a trophy for you you know <laughs> well i, I think uh, the, the difference as far as the actual gamers go is i mean xbox people when they get together they'll say what's your gamer score yeah in in in, in the playstation guys they get together it's how many platinum trophies do you have no one asks me how many trophies i have or anything. It's how many platinums do you have? That is the defining number people care mm. about. Mm. That that see that's a big difference because that means you're getting everything on Xbox. If you're just asking, like my my Xbox gamer score is over 120,000, but I think I only have like 30 completions, basically 30 what would be platinums, you know? Mm-hmm. Like so. I don't know, it's just it's weird. <laughs> well, I, I find Xbox people have a tendency to just like give up on the hard tro on the hard uh, achievements just because there's no incentive necessarily to get that you know. Yeah, 100%. it makes me sick, Mark. Jeez. <laughs> no, I definitely because like on TA we have like very deep stat track. If you look at my stats, they're not very good. My <laughs> my uh, my gamer score is pretty misleading. Like 
when I when I'm playing online, people are like, "Whoa, dude, what do you do? Nothing but play games all day." I'm like, on on the site I write for, this is like slightly below average. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be fucking funny if they fire you because of that. Yeah, you know, dude, you're below fifty percent. We just can't have you on the on the team with well, that. We actually stats. we have some writers on there that like do complete everything, and I'm and like I'm always skeptical. I'm always wondering, like, how are they finding time for both? You know, like. <laughs> How are you comp- getting what are you know essentially these platinum trophies, just Xboxes, and and still like writing consistently for the site? That I don't have the time for that. But then again, I have a son, so maybe that's taking up time as well. <laughs> maybe. Um, I, I know uh, a couple of uh, uh, couples <laughs> that uh, they, they they both share an account, <laughs> so they you know that that's one way of always doing it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Boyfriend and girlfriend tag team, you know, or or two lonely guys in an apartment. Who knows? Well, where is this conversation going? <laughs> it's going in a lot of places. I'm just Tony tries you. this every episode. <laughs> I want you guys to accept me. Come on. So, Brian, do you know where in the global rankings you are for um, trophy numbers? Like, is there a list anywhere like that? Yeah, I mean, there's websites like PSN Profiles that tracks all mm-hmm. that, and they, they give you your world ranking, your country rank. Um I I changed my PSN um, prior to PS4 coming out. Mm. Um, I started a new account. So I my original account I had. Uh, let me click over here real quick. Let me see if I can pull it up. Just give me a second here. Here we go. <laughs> I had 141 platinum trophies on my original account. Oh, uh, wow. Level level 34, and wow. I literally started a new account from zero. Hmm. So yeah, I hate how you can't change your. I always wanted to change my my PSN ID to. It is to probably the most requested feature. Everyone, everybody wants it, and there's a lot of speculation that uh, they'll announce that at the PlayStation Experience in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Cause I my gamer tag on Xbox is way cooler than my PSN ID, and I just kind of want to make it the same. <laughs> I got. I actually got invited to that. Uh, hopefully, depending on my my new job here, I, I might fly down there. And uh, hang out with you guys again, but I don't know. Is if that in L.A. Happen. or? Um, it's in San Francisco. I thought. Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah Doug, oh, cool. to- Doug told me he got me a ticket. He goes, so if you can go, go. If not, then you know, <laughs> it's just a wasted ticket. So I was like, all right. <laughs> it's a good time. I went last year. It was in Vegas, so it was a, a little better. See, that would be easier for me if it was in Vegas, because Vegas is only like three or four hours away from me. So that would definitely work out, but nope, they had to do it in San Francisco. Bastards. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't think they let you back in Vegas after what happened with you and those hookers last year. I know, man. I, I gave I gave all the showgirls uh, the clap. <laughs> Anyways, so no, wait, I want to hear more about this. <laughs> yeah, that's, one of, that's one of my my many trophies that I got. <laughs> that's so, yeah, that's a platinum. <laughs> so um, I, I I know a lot of people that don't like achievements and trophies. In fact, they think they're absolutely pointless. And uh, stupid. Yes. <laughs> Fuck those people. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's like, I don't even want to talk to those people like that. They're just negative. I don't want them in my life. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I agree. And, and there's like, I, I like it when, when I'm getting um, a collectibles and, and I get that achievement. But I like the fact that the collectibles actually give me something in the game. And I like the fact that when you see the achievement or the trophy, it's telling you, hey, there's something out there that that's like, for you to explore. And that's really cool. But I don't like it when I get uh when I take so much time into something and I, I don't get anything out of it besides, you know, a number 
or a little symbol. I, I kind of want more than that. You know, with the bobbleheads, you know, you get all these cool increased stats. And there have been games uh, in the past that I've gotten that I've just, you know, I just thought, why did I even bother doing that just for that number? You know, who cares? I know with other people, like on uh, True Achievements, who, what's his name? Uh, Stallion, I think it is. Uh, Stallion in 83, yeah, he's the, he was the first to hit a million, and he's still the leader right now. He hasn't retired. <laughs> I mean, that's just absolutely crazy. He has over a million, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's wow. just nuts. And, 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 uh, and when I was looking over his account, and I looked at this on many other people too, which I think is kind of uh, cheap and, and in a way just like why would you do that? It's when they get those really easy 1,000-point games, right. and then they buy it in Europe, and then they buy it in – so in Japan, yeah, yeah Japan. They, they, I, I think yes. why, why, why do that? Just for the score. I mean, I mean, I'm all about you know getting the achievements when you're having fun. But when people tell me, oh yeah, you know, I, I thousand this game, I go, didn't didn't you say you hated that game? Yeah, but you know the points were easy and they're there. And I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you waste time and money on something you hate? I used yeah, when... to do that though. That used to be me. About <laughs> five, maybe five years ago. I mean, I I I had GameFly account. And I was getting all the crappy games and I, I have no idea why to this day I still have no idea I was I think before you joined us on the Skype call before we went on the air uh, Brian I, I had a story like that for these guys where um, just like a week or two ago yeah yeah 12 days ago I guess I I had signed up for a gamefly trial and it was it was coming towards the end of it and I just received like my third game in that that month of like free free games you know and I was gonna I got Sniper Elite Three. I don't know if you played that one. Sure. But I was I was I started to play it. I didn't expect much from it, anyways. But I did really like the second one, and I actually completed this the second one uh, a few years ago. And but I knew I was only playing it for achievements, really, and just just to kind of play it because I try to play everything. Writing writing for a website, I like to be like well versed in whatever's out there. But I look at my friends list, everyone's playing Tomb Raider or Fallout, and I was sitting here playing <laughs> Sniper Elite 3 strictly for achievements, and it just felt so wrong to me that I actually just sent it back and canceled. Well, I mean, I was canceling Gamefly anyways once the free month was up, to be honest. But and You took a hot like, shower afterwards, crying? <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't get, I couldn't deal with it. And it's weird because I acknowledge that, you know, people play for different reasons, and I don't, I don't play strictly for achievements, but I don't... I, I, you know, I might joke about when people do that, but I, I don't really bash them for that because, because I mean, I don't really play multiplayer, and people think that's weird. Uh, know, I don't. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, every everyone plays for different reasons, I so I understand that. People, I understand the people that are just playing for achievements, but and just in that moment, I was like, Fallout's out, Tomb Raider's out, and I'm sitting here playing Sniper Elite Three like an asshole. I, I can't do it anymore. I just, <laughs> like I just shit it right back. I hope the people who made that game don't ever listen to this. Like, well, that, those people who made that game, game are Rebellion Studios, and I, I actually like some of their stuff, and I'll, I'll give them credit. It's just on November tenth, I could not be playing Sniper. That that was that was the problem. It's just it was <laughs> there, just strictly the date. If I was playing one, on there 6th, is one game that the one game that actually defines whether or not you have a problem with achievements and trophies is Hannah Montana. <laughs> that game is one of the easiest <laughs> platinum trophies you can get, and if I see it on somebody's account, I know they have a problem. I didn't. Uh, I have it on my account. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much but, the, but ma have, the math. But I have a little sister. 
Oh right, oh. right. And you know what? That's the first. I think that Cole is this the first time we've heard about this little sister? No, <laughs> I do. I've heard about a brother all the time, yeah. but I've never. I think heard her. I think her. I know he said it. Her name's like Marco Led or something. <laughs> Marco. No. <laughs> no, I do. She. I mean, uh, she's twelve now. That game came out what, like four or five years ago, probably maybe even more. And um, we played it for a while. I didn't complete it as easy as it is. I, I think to this day I have 700 out of 1,000 gamer score. Um, mm. But that, oh, it was one of the first now. games I played on Xbox, too. It's kind of Wait, funny. What kind of game is it? It's part, like, it's part Guitar Hero wannabe, but she's singing. And part, like, you just, like, walk around like a horse ranch, like, finding collectible. And it's, it's terrible is what it is. Hmm. But... <laughs> There's actually an easier game than that too. There's um, Avatar: The Last Airbender, yeah. Burning Earth, where if mm. if you do it right and it's really hard to do wrong, you can do it all the thousand gamer score under like, depending on how fast you do it, like under ninety seconds to under like three minutes maybe at the most. So you mm. just pop the game in, you get five achievements. They're 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 worth a thousand gamer score in total because this is back before developers really knew how to implement the achievement system you know and then you just shut the game off and go on with your life unless you're an avatar fan which i'm not so but yeah i have that one on there too i remember i took some heat for that because there's like a, a facebook like friend feed on true achievements and when it came up that i had completed that game everyone was like dude come on <laughs> i was like <laughs> was, but at the time i was in a, a competition with my friend to to see you could have more by a certain date so we just both went all out with the trash games at that point well, well you know that's kind of fun at the same time too if you both know you're gonna have the same amount of games and they, don't they do that on true uh true achievements they have like a like a group thing that you can put together where people can like friends can compete against each other they they have a well yeah you can set gamer goals to like say if you were on there i could i could say like oh i want to beat tony's gamer score by this date and then it, it tracks like with a progress bar how close you are to doing that and it tells you like how much gamer score you'll need per day um, in order to to pass him, um, or I don't know. And then there's a bunch of other. We have events all the time. I don't usually take part in them because it, it's, like I said in a previous show, it's a lot of socializing and a lot of multiplayer and a lot of talking to people. I'm not really into talking to people. I do this show because I like. <laughs> I was about guys. to say this is <laughs> this is a that, little weird. Wow. That, I don't really want to. No, I I, wanna... I I can't wait till uh, in about like you know six or seven years when Nintendo catches up and they start doing achievements and stuff like that i was just gonna share some of that with you guys um since i found out that i'm now even more outnumbered today than normal um being the (laughs) nintendo fan um but like right now they kind of they try to tackle the idea in a in a strange way where like say you're playing mario kart every time you beat a circuit with a certain character you unlock a stamp which is you use the stamps to then it's like a stamp of your character. So if you beat it with Mario, you get a little stamp of Mario on his cart, and then you can use that to draw pictures with in the Miiverse posts. So it's kind of like a badge of honor or patch. or I mean, they call them stamps, but I would call them more like patches or badges. Um, and so that you can unlock them all for that. So like I did that for Mario Kart, but of course it doesn't give me any kind of gamer score, and nobody else knows that I have that. And so it's just all you know for the user themselves. Um, but I kind of I try to do that in a lot of Nintendo game, in a lot of Wii U games that I get. I try to get as many of those stamps as I can, either whether it's collectibles or just yeah, it, it levels gives you and something like to, that. Um, yeah, it gives you but something I to achieve. See, I saw online um, on my NintendoNews.com that Nintendo has registered a, a sort of a patent 
that will allow kind of like a on online looking leaderboard that when you kind of beat out somebody else's score, you get on the leaderboard. Um, it'll even allow you to record whatever happened before that. And so it'll, it'll kind of do like what the, the PS4 and I think Xbox One do now with the like record buttons. Yeah. And then you can post that along with it. So not only will see people see like, oh, you got this achievement, but then you can, they'll be able to watch that short video of it. Um, but again, it's only a patent, so it's not definitely going to be in anything yet. But with the, the new Nintendo console, the NX, codename NX, maybe it'll be in that in the future. They really need an achievement system because, I mean, they're missing the boat. The reason why the achievement and trophy system, well, the trophy system exists because Sony was copying Microsoft, but the reason why the system's in place to even begin with is, A, it's free, to the to, mm. to Microsoft, it doesn't cost them anything to implement that, and gamers love it. But another reason why it's even there, and it would help Nintendo, is it prevents people from trading in their games. Mm-hmm. People want to complete them, the completionists. They want to get all the the achievements, the trophies, and mm-hmm. and then the DLC comes out, and there's more trophies, and it keeps people from trading in the games right away. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a, a financial benefit for Nintendo to implement such a system and it just baffles me that they haven't and plus you know it would help me if they did because that would give me more views (laughs) (laughs) well I think it goes back to like me and my friend um, I talked him into getting a Wii U recently and we've been playing Splatoon online and so as we're playing we kind of talk about like why is a great game like Splatoon kind of it's getting popularity but it's of course at nowhere near the like fame of the Call of Duties and Battlefields and other online shooters, um, and so we we kept, we just keep talking about the online and how Nintendo just fails almost purposefully by ignoring such things. Because um, even in their games, they have all these collectibles and things like that built in already. It's almost like they designed it the same way you know an Xbox mm. or PS4 game would be designed for the achievements, but then it ends there. It doesn't progress into the community other than the stamps and so like you can see like whoa that person created a cool meverse post which i mean it's kind of like facebook for nintendo and and they use that stamp that i don't have um but i think what they didn't foresee was that um original drawings that people do are way more um acclaimed like people will be really excited to see a nicely drawn splatoon original artwork than the stamp nintendo gives you for you know beating the first level or something I I had to uh, add in on that. Whenever I do play a Wii U game with my kids, and and they pop up, you know, which game do you want to play? And they show all the people, and then they show people's pictures that they made on on the Wii U pad. And I'm like, how the fuck? That's like, that's really detailed. <laughs> yeah, right? they're it, good. It's, yeah. it's amazing. It's it's crazy how how good some of them I I've seen. I I'm I've always been impressed with mm. that. That's like one of the only things though with the Wii U. But other than that, yeah, that was really cool. Well, and me being like kind of an outsider in this discussion, because I have a PS3, but I've I've never been about the trophies that much, um, and so I ha- like I'll get them every once in a while, and it, it gets me excited and everything. Um, but what really struck me is that there <laughs> seems to be almost different categories of achievements. There's the ones that go right along with the game, and you have to get them just by playing the game, like by beating the levels and stuff. Yeah, you the main stories, story-related trophies. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's the ones that kind of add to the game where it's like, okay, you could just beat this level or you could go and beat it without shooting a single person or something like that. And 
those are the ones that I really like because it, it does make you, like you said, Brian, it makes you not want to get rid of your game because there's all this extra content and new way to play the game, which makes it more enjoyable. And I don't, I, I kind of wish that they separated those out and you had like story driven or like purposeful um, achievements. And then I don't know what you'd call it, but the like extra achievements that are more difficult. And Oh no, believe me, dude, there, there are definitely, there's some, uh, achievements are based off of just how you talk to a person in the game like in fallout you could follow this person or you can kill him and there's an achievement for both of those but once you make that decision mm. you know well that's how it usually is supposed to be once you make the decision you would have to go back and do it but fallout 4 now i mean you could save the game quick save the game mid-sentence and then get that achievement if you want and then go back to your save and then go get the other one which is kind of mm. cheap but some of it's them are difficult. JSX. Is it really? The, yeah, the last JSX that came out, it was the prequel to the others. Uh, yeah. There are, I think, yeah. three or maybe four different endings. Yeah, four, I think. And um, if you just save right before, do one ending, you watch the cutscene. Because basically you're just looking at like, oh, I won't say what for spoilers, but you're, you're basically looking directly at like your four options. And if you just choose them one at a time and keep going back, you... you you get the achievement for seeing all of them rather than having to play it four times. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Well, and I, I, I want to go back in time in the podcast for a second to give props to Nintendo. I just realized this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they were the first achievement trophy hunters with Pokemon. Oh. You had to collect them all. Oh, just like the name. <laughs> oh, oh. Do people ever actually do that? <laughs> they did I, in Japan, I'm sure. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorry, sorry. Sidetrack again. Nintendo rant or Nintendo plot. Um, no, we, we we know to expect fanboyism from you, just like one of those like creepy, like borderline comments from from Tony. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, but you know what? I mean, that I, I that's actually pretty interesting though, Cole. I I never really thought of it like that because I've I've always been into into collecting things in games. I was always mm. big on Final Fantasy when I was younger. Like on Final Fantasy VI, I found everything. And I knew I found everything because since I was going, I played the game probably for like 100 hours, maybe even more than that. So I actually went on game FAQs to see if there's anything else I could possibly find. And I found out, holy crap, I actually found everything in this game. Every item, mm. every monster. I was like, oh, geez. I, I, I was almost actually disappointed. Mm. I, I really wanted more and I was hoping by doing that I would find more. And, uh, yeah, I was totally bummed out. That's impressive. Interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, after playing it for so long, and I, and I, and that's how I've always been in, in games. Um, my wife says that too. She goes, she goes, why, why are you going in this corner? Why are you looking over here? I go, cause there could be a secret and I want to know what's in that secret or there could be a guy I could kill. She's, you know, and even my brother says it too. He goes, can't you just play the game? Like, that's what he does. He just plays the game and then he's done. I'm like, why? You just spent $60 to play a six-hour game, but it probably has at least 20 hours of actual mm. content on it. Well, to be fair, it isn't everything, but yeah, for most games, it is for him. But that was kind of that's kind of like why I like the collectibles in The Last of Us, uh, because it kind of really forced you to go to other areas. And, mm -hmm. and if you did, you find something, it, 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 it sparked the you know, a new conversation, some dialogue between the, the two main characters. And, and it, it really added a lot to the story. Oh, yeah. and, and so I loved just being able to explore the world, the last of us and go to these nooks and crannies. Yeah. Uh, I also like the fact that, uh, and, and I wish more games were like that, uh, like the last of us when, when they actually even, um, 
uh, gave you a point system to buy different clothing on there. It wasn't part of a DLC or whatever. It's like, no, we're, we're rewarding you for doing the hard stuff in the game. And I, and I, and that's another thing I really liked. Yeah. I didn't like, I mean, that's my favorite game ever. I didn't like switching their clothes though. That was, that what? screwed it up for me. You didn't, I play, you didn't play Barbies when you were little or is that just me? <laughs> Come on. I worry about you, Tony. Yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> but speaking of like, like how far we'll go to complete things, I, um, I, I, I wanted to mention before, like of my, I think I do have maybe exactly 30 or like 31 completions on Xbox. And they're all either the easy ones like Avatar or like Backyard Football or, um, or they're just favorites of mine. Like that was, that's the only time I'll really go back. Even if I was, I think even if I cared about trophies more, I wouldn't really platinum anything unless I really, really loved a game because, uh, like Alan Wake is one of my favorite completions and I went and completed that game and well obviously <laughs> and uh but like the last achievement i got i was i was getting held up on finding all of the collectibles in it and in that game one of the collectibles are uh coffee thermoses yeah. and they add they add nothing like this, it, i think they're actually like usually one of the examples at the forefront of when people talk about stupid collectibles in games to be honest <laughs> as much as i love that game like it it doesn't make any sense. Like the game has nothing well, to do with coffee. Basically, what it is is I think it's like a is, reference, right? Yeah, it's a reference to being to, awake. Well, sorta. Of, yeah, I think that, and also because that's kind of his name, A Wake, Alan Wake. But also, I think it's a Twin Peaks reference because the game is heavily inspired by Twin Peaks. Oh yeah. And in oh. one of the famous lines in the pilot is, "Oh, it's a damn good cup of coffee." And oh. I think that's even the name of that achievement when you finally find the last thermos. Oh, at least it's <laughs> but, clever. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean stuff like that. Like, I'll I never really touch that stuff unless I really like a game or if it's within like arm's reach. You know, like if it's easy enough or, or if maybe it was difficult, but I managed to find a great majority of them, then I'll go through and finish it. Like one of the, my only, uh, platinum on PlayStation right now is The Walking Dead, um, and that's because which everyone else has because you just have to beat the game. Yeah, you just have to beat the game exactly. Don't I mean, take that I, I, away from us. Just don't take it away from <laughs> us, Brian. We and, we earned that. It's like a ninety percent platinum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I only have that one because that was before I had my Xbox One. But now, because now I I don't play my multi plats on PlayStation anyways. But I do want to go through and get the platinum on The Last of Us. But that's a. Do you have the platinum on that, Brian? That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, on the PS3 and the remastered version. Oh Ooh, damn! That's my favorite game ever, as listeners know, and as these guys know. That's my favorite game because the collectibles do add something in that game. You can you find the well, comic books. With yeah. the exception of the uh, the Firefly pendants. Yeah. I mean, even then you're getting a name, and, and but yeah, that's not much. But I love the comic. I haven't found all the comic books for Ellie, but I love that because like, that, that game is so character-focused that right. like you want to find those to give to her because you know it's like cheering her up. You know, that's so cool. And she thanks you for it, and they... Or like all the optional conversations. Somehow I still haven't found all those, which fascinates me because I've played that game seven times. But I've never done like a true collectible run, which is will right. be my next one like next year. But it's cool. Like I still haven't heard all the dialogue in that game somehow. I can't wait to actually unlock that one. Yeah. Yeah. The jokes were really funny. And yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The joke book. I mean, the, just then, the little things were so just so perfect. That game is literally perfect. Okay. Yeah. See? See, Cole? <laughs> he should have picked it up. He had the opportunity last week to pick it up for fifteen dollars, and he, he it might, it might, yeah, it might have um 
like surpassed into my like collection that I'm going to play in the retirement home. It's that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Cole, Cole has. There might be an actual zombie apocalypse. He's going to save all the best games and play them. Then it's like, dude, play them now while your hands work. No, right now I'm gonna go around and I don't know skateboard or something. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the weather warms. What up. outside? Who the fuck are you? Jeez. I have 12 I inches of snow in my backyard. I ain't going outside until March. <laughs> That's, I just looked at your Twitter page and saw that your car was completely covered. It took I me half an hour to clear it. Oh, I believe it, it looks and like it's really. And then I couldn't Sorry? get out of the driveway because I pushed all the snow <laughs> behind the car. <laughs> I had to get a shovel. It was, it was a disaster. I don't miss that. I'm, I, I live in Oregon now, Brian, but I moved from Massachusetts and actually one of the snowiest cities in the country from Worcester, Massachusetts, where we set a record, like I think, back-to-back -back years or something like that uh, for mm. snowfall. Last year, we got like 130 inches. It was terrible. Oh, but yeah. by then, I had already moved, thankfully. But my family back home I had to deal with it, and I was... I that's one thing I don't miss. I, I know Tony's probably never seen snow in his life, but what? <laughs> yes, I have. But yeah, I, I mean, I lived in California most of my life. Uh, it was pretty bad in West Virginia in the mountains when I used to live there in the Navy, and uh, it, especially way up in the mountains. So if if we had snow, it fucking snowed. So, but but I, but I liked it though. I mean, I would get drunk with my friends. We'd go out sledding. It was. I had a blast, and that means we didn't have work that day because there was no way they're gonna make us drive up there. We'd die probably. Yeah, I always forget there are people like even just in the United States that because I've always lived on either coast. I was East Coast, now I'm West Coast. So like beaches have always been a part of my life. It's weird to think that some people don't have beaches and they just like swim in rivers and stuff. And it's also, or I guess, is that you, Cole? Actually, yeah, yeah, my oh, yeah. doesn't have <laughs> <You're> Hey, <laughs> you know what? In, in, like in, or in, even just seasons in general, some people just don't have seasons. That's so weird to me. In Oakland, uh, there there were people that would live like literally. Uh, I would say five or ten minutes from the beach and they had never seen it before. But that's because some of them didn't know how to swim or they just really didn't care. But, yeah, it is kind of amazing to think that it's just like right around the corner. You know, at least experience it once kind of thing. Beaches they could be afraid of sharks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> yeah, Jaws, you son of a bitch. Yeah, everyone out here thought I was really weird because, like, back home, we we swim way out into the ocean in Massachusetts and we're not really afraid of sharks. And I... Like it gets cold, but out here it, w it was really cold, and I guess like people are terrified of sharks. Everyone's in body suits, not going out too far, and <laughs> I was just I was just out there, nothing but my bathing suit, and I came back in like to the sand, and my girlfriend's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Nobody does that here." I was like, "I didn't know." Like, sharks, will <laughs> you're eat you. weirding everybody out, Mark. These are my <laughs> friends. <laughs> like clearly, I'm not from here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, back on track to the achievements. One thing I wanted to ask before we get to the trope is. Uh, what is the hardest achievement uh, in a game or trophy or whatever that that we've either gotten or just failed to get? Uh, I'll start with myself. It was uh, this really crappy uh, Xbox Arcade game that was known for its hard achievement. Um, I, I believe it was the end of, end of the World or something like that. It was off of that Tom Cruise War, movie. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Yeah, that one. It's not Pat based on the Tom Cruise movie. It's based on H.G. Wells. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I don't Come care. On, anyways, anyways, that achievement was for you to beat the entire game without dying once. Dying, yep. And I reviewed that game for true achievements. It, it, that is – I thought that would be impossible. Two people on TA actually have it somehow. What? Yeah, and we 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 can spot like cheaters. Like if someone yeah. like back in the day, you could like g 
pop them offline and then like it, it wouldn't have a timestamp. That wouldn't be a dead giveaway to not unlocking it properly, but but like these people I'm sure by now they've they've been vetted and like it's been cons- we we now know that they unlocked them legitimately. I don't know how they did it. That I, game was so tough. I had to review that. It was such a pain in the ass cuz kind of like you guys when you do your walkthroughs and you don't know where everything is and you have to get that walkthrough out like when I'm doing a review I can't just not play part of it. You know, I have to finish it, especially yeah. if it's story oriented. You want to be able to li- to play that story so you can talk about it fairly. And like for me, I was I was struggling mightily. That was actually my first review for TA back oh, in like 2010 or 11 that is or something. Messed up. They gave you that game <laughs> for your first review. They someone must have been playing a joke on you. That game was awful. Yeah, it it was it was beautiful in a way. It was a uh, I don't know if you guys ever played. It was just a side scroller. Um, based on the H.G. Wells novel, not on the Tom Cruise Dakota Fanning action <laughs> epic. From, like, I knew it was a book before, but I never read the book or cared about it. The only thing I knew was from the movie with Tom Cruise. That's it. So I, <laughs> yeah, you play Tom Cruise, and no, no, no. no but I did notice that my uh, my man crush was on there. Uh, Patrick Stewart, his voice. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's the narrator for that. He kind of plays like the main. I like character. Patrick Stewart. I don't know why, and he's played in. He's done a lot of voice uh, over stuff for video games a lot. But yeah, sorry, sorry to jump jump in on on. No, your... no, no. That's fine. No, but... I mean, I mean, it kind of explains to it like that. That achievement is considered the hardest achievement ever and i agree with that i mean you die <laughs> so much in that game at first i thought it was just a joke maybe because everyone talked about call of duty's mile high club that game's that that's an impossible achievement to get i got it in 30 minutes and i was like come on really so when i heard everyone talk about this one i was like ah it's gonna be another one of those three days later my dog's dead and you know i'm a you know raging alcoholic and i just quit at that point <laughs> i don't even try for those i just i i don't even well because for you i mean like you said you you need to be on top of things as soon as it comes out so uh, an achievement like that would just set you back and plus you might right. not even get it and if it's so hard i mean even if you did get it i don't think anybody would really benefit from your video because it's just one of those is pure luck but even before I started doing, you know, YouTube, I, I would probably never. When I was a, a trophy whore, as we called ourselves, <laughs> I would never. I would probably never have attempted it. Oh, never. my! Uh, my uh, machinima thing before they took it down was called uh, Chivo Horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we got a lot of crap for that one. Every once in a while, people got angry at the name. I was like, "Come on, it's just a name. Get over it." <laughs> did I did I help you get your Batman stuff? All right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're batman so yeah uh i did it that's how i got into the whole that's how i got into this period with, with the with achievements and videos all together was uh batman arkham city me and my friend charlie from the uk did it and we city not asylum it was city yeah asylum oh, had already been I out you started earlier than that no no uh it was around the, the city time and i we got those and at first it was, i had like a thousand views and i was like oh that's really cool for one of my videos and then he called me up. He goes, "You need to look again." And then it was climbing up really, really high. And then everyone just kept like uh, comparing us to uh, to uh, achievement hunters, which kind of irked me a little bit because I kept thinking like they're not the ones who. I mean, they're the most popular, but they didn't start the whole thing. But whatever. Yeah, it's not like they invented the idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just, I just, I, I hate fanboyism. Anything 
crap. Unless it involves Nintendo, right? Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. I get the same. <laughs> I get the same thing. People are like, "You're just achievement hunter for trophies or whatever." And that's, that's, that's just bullshit. I mean, you guys, you're, you're definitely different personalities. I've watched your videos and theirs. You guys have different styles, different ways of doing things. Theirs is more, um, goofing around. I would say. Yeah, they they do it in a more entertainment fashion. I do it yeah. more of an instructional how to. Yeah. Um, classroom type <laughs> yeah. i know i i watched a few of your videos and and i like them I, I can see why you're you're definitely getting up there and that's good yeah i remember my first video i had like 100 views and i was so excited and then <laughs> a thousand and it's like wow i made it <laughs> <laughs> now you're like if i don't get a million on this one i just quit i'm done <laughs> those are hard to come by unfortunately million view videos i think i've only got five or six although not Oh. But to get back to though. your previous question, by the way, I, didn't, <laughs> oh. I know we totally went off. I think one of my rarest trophies that I have is uh, the uh, Rocksmith Platinum. And it, oh, Rocksmith, right. Do you have you a Platinum? Remember? I was just going to say that. That's the one that I'm working on right now. It's uh, the the first Rocksmith game. Because that's the one, that if, for those of you guys listening who have no idea what the Rocksmith is, it's, it's a, a music game. For guitars, like Guitar Hero, except you use an actual real guitar. And yeah, I yeah, remember one of them. You have to you have to play. You have to memorize like ten songs and play them like yeah. You have perfectly. to right. You have to do master mode, so they you would have to play the song without the note highway mm-hmm. on a what twenty something string guitar. What <laughs> Jesus? Wow, That's nice. crazy. So I'm like, you said the first one. Yeah, the first. I think I got the second one too, but I'm, the first one I'm I'm really proud of. That's do, do my you, awesome. uh, Do you play guitar? Not, Not well. That's why I found it quite difficult. <laughs> but you got it. That's a, that's imp- like I have the game, and I started guitar, but then I um, I also have a bass, and so now it's a lot easier to to get it do- using a bass. Yeah, that's what I heard. And then and then, then my one of my other rarest trophies is from a game uh MLB the show uh, 2010. And this is the type of trophy I really hate cuz it's the tr- name of the trophy is Hamel Who. And what you have to do is hit 29 home runs uh in a single round in the home run derby. And it's one of those trophies that does two things that I really hate. And you need an insane amount of skill and an insane amount of luck. Both. Yeah, the luck part, yeah, definitely, that's going to suck. The whole luck aspect of it was just three. There's people who tried for 50, 100 hours and and couldn't even come close. I have, uh, to to go along with those, I was just looking up stats for them. Um, Oh, on True Achievements? Yeah. Well, the show is is a a PlayStation exclusive. So for that, the numbers are much smaller because we don't have nearly the the user base on true trophies as we do on TA mm-hmm. but uh on true trophies we we're of our registered users 17,731 people have played the game and of those people only 88 have completed it which is a 0.5% of the people that we're tracking so that one does seem tough it's actually the 1250 gamer gamer score is good for over 5000 true achievement score <laughs> so that's pretty wow. good oh i forgot that true achievement does that they have like the gamer the Xbox gamer score, but then they have theirs based off of, you know, how many people got in it. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. 
Yeah, and thankfully for me, the the MLB games have gotten easier to the point where they just give you the trophy. And I think the reason is because <laughs> Sony realizes that easier trophy list equals more game sales. Yeah. Mm. And then on the show, you said it was 2010. Yeah. On to the on MLB 2010, the show we're tracking 583 gamers, of which only three people have completed it. Again, good for 0.5 percent. <laughs> so you're in some elite company, according to our our stats. <laughs> nice. Well, That's and Brian, cool. what was the hidden trophy on Rocksmith? Do you remember? The hidden trophy? Yeah, I've got Rocksmith 2014, and it's got all of them listed, and all of them I'm kind of like, okay, I've practiced that, practiced that, practiced that. And then there's one that says hidden, and I was just imagining it was like something like <laughs> play for twenty thousand hours or something. Cole's been yeah, I don't for know. hours trying to think of what it is. Well, one luckily the there's first... a thing called the internet. <laughs> yeah, hold yeah. on, I'll look it up right now. <laughs> one one of my favorite um, trophies on that game, though, that's the only one a game actually um, I pay attention to my trophies because it kind of I'm trying to learn the base, and so it kind of pushes me to do stuff I'm not comfortable doing you know, just yet or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't played that game mode, and then it teaches me something else. Um, but one of them was, like, when you get to 0.005% or 0.05% of the way to, like, the 10,000 rule, it kind of chimes in and lets you know, okay, you've played for 0.05% of the amount of time for 10,000 hours, which I guess, like, people claim that that means you're, like, a professional level at that thing you do. You're talking about Rocksmith 2014, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got the platinum in that one too. Nice. Um, <laughs> this guy. Yeah. The point one percent of the ten thousand rule. Yeah, you got to play a song for ten uh, ten hours. One song. For t- wait for t- oh okay. Just one song, huh? I got it, but I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're basically trying to tell you that you need to just practice. That's really the the point mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, that's you want to know what the secret one is, Cole? It's right here. Yeah. From from the 2014 edition, right? Because the other one doesn't have any secrets. Yeah, 2014. It's uh, it's called now. That's dedication. It's it's a bronze, and you have to play the game on five consecutive days. Oh, oh. I definitely did that. I don't know, huh? There's a trick for that. You just go into well, your system <laughs> settings and change. Yeah, you change the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, like guys. I, I, I have a really embarrassing story to tell Professional now that just reminded me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, but um, my embarrassing story was um, back when I first got my PS3, I also got a PS Move, and I had the game Mel Fit or Mel B's Fitness or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and as I was using it, um, all these achievements kept popping up, and so it kind of like was like hooking me into the game. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And so I looked at the other achievements, and one of them was like play the game, I think, 10 days in a row like you gotta you know go in there and play a game mode for 10 days and i got to the point where i played it four days and then i had like some friends over at my house and it was like 10 p.m and i'm realizing i haven't played it yet that day <laughs> so then i'm like all right guys i'm sorry but i gotta bust this game <laughs> and play so that they made fun of me for about a year and then also <laughs> It never even gave me the achievement. There was some glitch or something, and it didn't oh. measure. I don't know. I was so bummed, and then I never played it again. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I hate glitch trophies. Yeah, th- those are always the worst. When you, when you think, hey, no, I know I did this, and you look online, uh, and the developers go, hey, we know about this glitch, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, but I can't, you know, uh, back when I used to do the, the trophy or achievement thing, like how can I show people that I got it if it doesn't show up? 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My uh, to answer your question, Tony, I think I don't know if I have any hard completions really. I mean, but my hardest like achievement or trophy um, as a single item is probably also the one I had the most fun on, which was complete The Last of Us Ungrounded difficulty. Yeah, I, I heard that was really difficult. It was, and then you—I got the one to do it again on grounded mode, grounded mode plus. But that one's not as hard because uh, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, your your stuff carries over, including like your all the learning experience you gained from the first try. Yeah, you know. So, but I mean, with that being my favorite game, I actually had like a lot of fun going after that. That's good. Yeah. That's actually one of the only full game walkthroughs I've done. I've only done a handful, and that's the only one that actually resonated with my people. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to. Add. I know we're about to do the trope. I think. Uh, yeah. I can. I can hear it in Tony's voice. He's winding down. But. Um, <laughs> but oh, I wanted Mark, to ask. Mark, you know um, me so well. <laughs> because, because uh, like I said before, I I love the stories and games. That's that's my main appeal with them is is to, to hear or play through another story. Do you ever find yourself like enjoying a game enough while you're blowing through it for the videos that you go back and like commit to it, or do you not have time to like play them? like that way <laughs> well there's always something around the corner that I don't have time to do it but there are a couple times where it's just there's a game that resonates so well with me that that I'll just shut off all my recording equipment and, and sign out a PSN and just play yeah uh, and, the, and the most recent example was the Uncharted collection that came out I'm a huge Uncharted fan Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so you, I, you must love Naughty Dog like I do then. <laughs> oh, a huge fan of Naughty Dog. But that was the one time I just literally cut the cord and and just said, I'm just going to play this. I don't care. And yeah, Mike, I got that one from Santa Claus early this year. So I'm uh, I'm working <laughs> through the second one right now. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the uh, upcoming Uncharted 4. Yeah, everyone loves a good finale. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Should we do we'll see. Oh, wait, but Cole, you don't, you're not going to have a hardest one, are you? Well, yeah, well, that, I was thinking was, that too. I was going to say Rocksmith, um, and then Brian completely outdid me. I was going to say, like, <laughs> oh, I'm like 70% through it. But It's such an obscure <laughs> game. What were the odds I was going to do that? <laughs> I know, and every time I tell people I'm playing the game, they're like, what? Like, it's like they're, they're just saying it's Guitar Hero, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, but you use a real guitar. <laughs> yeah. Tony, they make uh, Rocksmith at the uh, Ubisoft San Francisco office. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's, cool. oh, you know what? That's right. I remember that when they were giving me because I asked for a tour, because uh, because that was my first time there. Uh, not when, uh, not for um, uh, Siege, but for uh, Syndicate when I was there. So I asked for like a nice little tour, and I think they did mention that, but it kind of like went past my head because I already know how to play guitar, so I don't think I'd ever buy that. Mm. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool because it has a jam mode, which I love because um, it, it teaches you how to like play in time with like other musicians you know so cool. obviously they're not there um, and that that part that mode's really great and so it it kind of it fills the role of like a practice band to play with so then you can play in key you can play in time and stuff like that change the scale or whatever you're playing in and then also um, what was I gonna say oh and then also you don't have to have an amp like you can just oh, plug it in, you don't play, you don't have to worry about the amp, and then well, that and you have the actual tone of the musician or the band you're playing. You have mm-hmm. the actual; it sounds like it. You don't have to have any amps and boards or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like I live in a little apartment on the third floor, so I can't really be loud, and so I'll plug in my headphones to my mm-hmm. receiver, and and then I can hear it way better, even and feel it better, and it's 
it's draining away my hours, but I don't feel bad about it when I do. <laughs> so does like the game get you like addicted to drugs and you know you leave your bandmates for your girlfriend or something like that? <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, that's how you get the trophy actually. The <laughs> that's platinum. The, that's the platinum. That's what <laughs> Brian's not telling us. Destroy your life. <laughs> I can't reveal all the secrets. <laughs> yeah, he was, Brian wasn't going to mention it. He was going to let Cole find that out. <laughs> the hard way. 100%. Spoilers. <laughs> all right, uh, Mark, why don't you tell Should us where our trope, trope? For, Yeah, tell us what it is. Yeah, so today. found one that, that uh, connects pretty well, I think. It's the, this isn't going to roll off the tongue well, but it's called Guide Dang It instead of God Dang It, I guess. Guide Dang It, like a, like a strategy guide. Um, and it's basically a trope utilized... Um, in my experience, a lot with Silent Hill, but they have, they give a bunch of examples here. But it's it comes up when a lot of times in over, older games too, when a portion of a game is so difficult that there's really like no reason you you would think you could ever like beat it without like a guide, basically. Like like they they just like a, there might be a puzzle or like some sort of quest line, and it's like there's no way I would ever. Th- like once you know the answer, it's like there's no way I would ever think of doing this if I hadn't just looked it up, you know, which is where like you YouTube guys come in a lot. Yes, go to www.youtube.com slash PS4 trophies and you can <laughs> see examples of tropes all day long. Uh, no, that's, yeah. that's a really good one because there are, there are times where I've had to resort to it as well. Um, I'm ashamed to say. Like even, especially with like puzzle games, uh, things like you know portal. I know a lot of people had to go um, find answers and solutions. Some people just can't do them. Yeah, yeah. I, I know a lot of people that can't do puzzles or games, and then I'll play it for five minutes, and they're like, "What the hell did you do?" I go, "What it told me to do." I mean, right. And, and, and the most recent example for me is Grim Fandango. Uh, they re- oh, yeah. re-released it, and I just had no idea. I would never have figured it out. Yeah, that's like oh. an, a classic, like point and click style, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're known for that a lot. I, I'm ashamed to say I'm reviewing the the new Adventure Time game, which is actually an adventure genre game as well. And uh, I got stuck on a puzzle this morning, and I was like frantically looking for it online because, like I said, it's a review. I can't just like stop here and write it. But then I realized I was just missing one key component to it. Um, but only after I found it in a YouTube comment. There's only one guide online right now for this game, so maybe you should jump on that. Get Brian. on it, Brian. Come on. <laughs> I got to go, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's an incomplete guide, too. The part that I needed help with, like this this YouTuber doesn't have in their allegedly full walk walkthrough. <laughs> so, But luckily, somebody's comment on like part five of this dude's whole walkthrough mentioned it. I was like, oh, finally. You just saved me hours of, of annoyance, and now I can write this review maybe soon. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, that kind of that doesn't shock me with with Adventure Time too. They're always weird with their how they place things, so it doesn't shock me that maybe they do that in the video game as well. Yeah, this game's weird. Like I said off the air, it's sometimes it feels like it's for kids, sometimes <laughs> it feels like it's not. But I mean, I guess that's what the show does too. But this isn't like a more frustrating way than entertaining. <laughs> Did you uh, guys play um, Super Mario RPG on the SNES? Oh yes! Oh, so I many times! Not. So many times! There was um, I was I was probably ten or eleven. I remember playing that game. I think I was young enough where I was sleeping in my mom's bed when my dad was out of town. Oh my god, I'm old. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm not that I thought the guy was out of high school or something by this point. <laughs> uh, but when I was playing the game, there was a part where you had to like enter in a password, and it was kind of like a riddle. And, oh yeah, and I, I just my like my word vocabulary probably wasn't very big, or my spelling, and like I would I would dream up words and then try to put them in there. So I, I wake up and be like, oh, I dreamt the right word, and I'd go p- turn the turn the game on and enter it in, and it and it wouldn't work. And I was like, I don't know what to do, and I just never got past the part because I didn't. Even I didn't to this day, buy. well, I didn't own it, so I just rented it, and so uh, I didn't have like I don't think we had a dial-up internet connection yet or if we did it was too slow oh yeah that's a that's a pre-youtube problem yeah (laughs) (laughs) well gamefaqs.com i mean they're still around i think yeah game facts is still around yeah yep that was yeah that was the one i used to check whenever i needed to walk in read the text and be like okay world two level one I, I've I've ran into certain problems like that before too. I don't, I don't wouldn't say I needed a guide for it, but it's it's one of those things where I just hate how I'm over, you know, oversimplifying it. Where I think, oh, I had to do this. I had to jump off of this and do this, or maybe I have to stack these boxes together. And in reality, there's really a switch over by the wall. Over yeah, there that's kind I, of what my problem was on Adventure Time this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I always hate that. I always feel stupid. I did that with Until Dawn. I was trying to find one of those totems for the longest time, and I found all I had to do was just walk down a few feet, and I'll be in this <laughs> completely different area that I haven't explored yet. It's mm. just it was off, you know, off camera. I didn't think I could even go down there. I didn't even attempt to go down there, and mm. I finally found it right there. And um, I gotta say, uh, I wanted to throw my controller at the screen because I was trying to record them for Doug, because <laughs> I finally found it, which really sucks because uh, I found all the totems and the videos did the video for all the collectibles did all right, but it was the video that you got for getting all the collectibles that did really well. So I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I saw that video. I was uh, I was a little miffed that I never thought of making that. Yeah, I got a lot of views for that one. And I, and I was kind of disappointed at that. Doug wasn't because he's like, what? You got like a lot of views for it. I mean, we, we you know got a lot of subscribers and money for it. I was like, yeah, but... But all I had to do was press play and record it. I didn't have to sit there for three mm-hmm. days, you know, trying to get. Yeah, it's just yeah. Right. Well, and Brian, if you ever um do do you plan on ever doing Nintendo games or Wii U or anything like that? No, not with Nintendo's crazy YouTube yeah, policies. Yeah. That's... Oh, I forget about that. Yeah, that's a bummer. Because I mean, the new game that it's just it's new to America. It's been in Europe for a while now, but Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah. Um, I've in that game, it's a beautiful game, really fun to play. Me and my girlfriend played through it in the last two weeks, and like we're just kind of like bummed now that it's over. Um, but one of the great things they did in it, which is also when it's one of its biggest criticisms, is each level you have to find these five balls of yarn, um, and then once if you collect them all in each level, then you get a new skin for your Yoshi, and it's anything from like. I don't want to spoil it or anything, but like it changes the colors of your Yoshi from like it can be like a painted Yoshi to like a shy guy yoshi and so on and so forth and there's like 30 of them but the big problem is when you get in the level the they're not just in the level you have to kind of jump around an empty space which will make a cloud appear and then throw a yarn ball at that cloud and then what that'll the hell yeah, <laughs> what? And, and so it's really it's almost like you need a guide or you just need to spend a lot of time jumping around it's kind of like finding the invisible blocks in mario yeah oh yeah um, that's a perfect example of this trope yeah oh yeah yeah yep. <laughs> There yeah, we go, that yeah. coal coming out at the very end. Sweet. <laughs> Impressive. But that's, that's a great game. I mean, even if you guys aren't doing it for work or review or anything, I definitely recommend picking up playing. You mean, you mean like just for fun? 
Yeah, yeah, you know, games like there's uh, they're for fun, right? I'm sure there's. I don't know about that. Uh, I'm sure well, there's a lot of people who are listening who play Nintendo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's why we keep Cole around. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, Cole, man, you always surprise me. I always like it when you when you finally chime in on the on the conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, I, that's why I love this podcast because all of the week when I'm playing, I'm just like, I'll remember that, I'll remember this, I'll remember that, and then. I'll convince Tony and Mark to get Wii U's and play them and trade in their next-gen consoles. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just going to get, like, you know, an, an emulator on my PC and just play it that way. But as a gamepad, you can't – it's just it's on emulator. Oh, no. no it, it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. I'll, I'll get, like, a giant touchscreen monitor yeah, yeah, yeah. and do it that way. There we go. Sorry, I didn't mean to get a soft topic. No, no, that, that, was, that was perfect for it. Actually, uh, I think uh, we always end it with a tropa chorus, unless uh, anybody wants to say anything else. Nope, it's fun. Thanks for coming <laughs> on, Brian. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, seriously, Brian. Thanks. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming on. You, no, you are welcome. I appreciate it. You are welcome anytime. Believe me. When I say well, that. Thank you. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, this is definitely. Uh, I mean, it's what? How many episodes is this for you guys now? This would be number five. Number five, and we're just starting. We're, we're 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 our feet are still slowly getting into the pond, you know. So <laughs> well, I definitely think you guys definitely have something here, and you know, it was it was fun. I definitely enjoyed it. Cool. And it was Thanks, kind of Brian. good to good to shut off my PlayStation for a while and and, <laughs> and actually talk to human beings. Talk to talk to human beings. Yes, <laughs> even if it's through a computer. <laughs> but back to business, Brian. Where can people find you online and YouTube, Twitter, and stuff like that? Well, yeah. obviously, youtube.com slash PS4 trophies. Uh, okay. And on Twitter at PS4 underscore trophies. Uh, Facebook? No, no Facebook. What? what? <laughs> I wasn't the one. Instagram, the Pinterest, come on. I do have a PS4 trophies Instagram I occasionally use. Um, and a website, ps4trophiesgaming.com. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely Sweet. give that a look at Which it. is really basically just an extension of my YouTube channel because I was too lazy, couldn't update it. So I made it so it just up- updated itself every time I upload a video. Yeah, you, you almost don't have time, especially when you're putting in so many I, videos like I, that. I have no time. And and I like – and one of the things I do that a lot of other bigger YouTubers do don't do is I like to be able to communicate and leave comments and on YouTube and reply on Twitter. So doing all of that is just too much. So yeah, get me on uh, Twitter or and obviously YouTube. Subscribe. Yeah, definitely t- check them out. I, I I enjoyed his videos. Uh, did you guys uh, check any of them out? I did. No. Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna have <laughs> to go watch the the Rocksmith ones now. <laughs> I don't have any Rocksmith videos because content ah. ID. Oh yes, yes, of course. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Art, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, we might talk more about that in the future in the podcast. But isn't YouTube uh, kind of changing a lot of their policies with stuff like that, especially when it comes to gaming? Well, no. I mean, content ID is content ID. If you don't have the copyright to to put in a in a video, you you you're at risk. Yeah. Um, now, YouTube is making a, a changes where they're protecting people from fair use and that's 
a whole nother podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's that's the follow up that we'll do in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. That's the five hour conversation. I believe there was a Jim Quisition. Um yes. I don't know if you guys watch Jim yeah, Sterling. I, I I like that guy a lot. He's a he's a funny guy. Yeah, he did a, a recent video about fair use and how YouTube is you know, backing him up. So yeah, go check that out as well. But yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, Jim Sterling is a is a good listen. Especially if uh if you want to see the uh all the uh, hardcore stuff when it comes to YouTube, because man, he gets hit by a, a lot of developers and publishers for what. Yeah, it's being, and that's a hot topic, you know, to, the, today, you know, blacklisting, yeah. and the whole Kotaku thing, which again is a whole nother podcast. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so all right, look at this is the fifth show, and I think for the fifth time now, we've we've well maybe the fourth time now we've come up with the next shows. Or like a future show's idea, like right in the the last few minutes. I swear, it, we have a weird trend, Brian, uh, yeah. on the show where every time we just start shooting the shit at the end, and we're like, "Hey, we should do that in a future episode," and then we go <laughs> off and do it later. It's so yep. weird. We <laughs> we keep doing that. <laughs> no, you it's just production it again, so genius, you. Mark. It's yeah. to hook our our listeners in. <laughs> yeah, no. Stay like, tuned. I, I hope we continue doing that because some, I, sometimes I hate it when we sit there and go, "What we should talk about next?" And then we'll come back two days later and say, "Okay, <laughs> maybe this." <laughs> All right, again, th- thanks everybody for listening slash watching whatever you're, you know, watching us on or listening to us on. Uh, check us <laughs> out on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, where are the other Stitcher. ones, guys? Yeah, Stitcher, Twitter at Pixel Vision Pod. YouTube, I don't even know what our YouTube is. I just that's one thing I'm I'm hating about this is that we have to put it in so many different spots and half the time I forget about it. I'll I'll give you I'll give you a copy paste thing to do. Yeah, exactly. There we <laughs> go. All right everybody. See ya. Bye. 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 <laughs>